The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter today on the podcast. Uh, what is the path that the Broncos should be taking this offseason when it comes to the unrestricted free agents, how that meshes with free agency, and the draft? I have a very, um, I have a path that I want to lay down because I think this is a very clear one that the Broncos should be following. We're going to talk about that coming up on the latest Broncos Blitz podcast, but of course, it is presented by Bespoke Edge, and we want to thank our friends over there at Bespoke Edge. Just as you hear it, BespokeEdge.com. Go check it out. Men's Custom Clothier Advice. Hundreds of blog posts and videos that you could check out. They know the Denver style. They are family-owned, and of course, they've been doing this thing for well, six years now, and I tell you what, the Denver style when it comes to casual or maybe creative date night, maybe it's something for work, they can help you. Go on over there, BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. A lot of great stuff over there. Highly encourage you to go check it out, BespokeEdge.com. So moving forward, uh, I want to talk about particularly unrestricted free agents moving forward for the Denver Broncos because we know the staff is in place and obviously the senior bowl is done and they're doing their scouting now and everything like that. But these free agents are going to be crucial when it comes to solidifying certain departments because I think what you do, it feels like to me that via these unrestricted free agents, Denver needs to look at potentially solidifying departments where they know that they don't have to focus on those come free agency and the draft. Okay. Now, immediately you say, okay, cornerback is one of those. Right, because it's such a disaster. We got we got to bring somebody back. Obviously, they'll have Chris Harris Jr. back next year. This actually makes me want to punt more on the idea of bringing Bradley Roby back because you can now utilize the draft and free agency to do a complete overhaul on the cornerback room because there's going to be a complete overhaul anyways. Now, if you listen to my radio program or... Broncos Blitz podcast, which you can find at MileySports.com. You know, I, I'm not very high on Bradley Roby. I, I just, I, I never saw corner two potential there. It was always three, and that's where he was at his best. Kind of that role player corner. I just think when you when you up the talent at wide receiver, I, I think it's it's not so much a physicality thing. It's not so much a instinct thing. I just think he's the wide receivers are just better than him. I just don't know if there's just enough talent there to get the job done as somebody who needs to be heavily relied upon, especially where we're in an NFL where we're substituting the fullback now for a third wide receiver on just about every single play. So I think you blow that room up. You say, okay, we're keeping Chris Harris Jr., we're keeping Isaac Adam, and then we're blowing up everything else. And that that allows... Bradley Roby to walk as an unrestricted free agent because, quite frankly, they're not going to pay him the salary that he's probably going to justify in the open market, which is, oh, nine, ten million dollars. So I, I don't think you look there. I think you look at more the opportunity of 
we don't need to be diving into the offensive line uh, in, in free agency be, and, and, and in the draft. Maybe, maybe for depth guys because we're bringing back a Jared Veldeer. We're bringing back a Matt Paradis, who are two guys that I would love to see back. I think this offensive line played far better and will be even more so under Mike Munchak. Remember, they dealt with three starters, three starters out because of injury. That's a big deal. Offensive lines act as this, you know how kind of like buoys are in a, in a pool and they try to keep people together. That's like you, you have the short end and the deep end. And there's always that kid, you know, kid's name's always like Derek or uh, not, not to throw Derek's under the bus or like James. And he's kind of a daredevil. He wants to go to the deep end, even though he knows he can't swim. You got to have that line, that, that buoy, rope net that blocks him from going there. That's like the offensive line. But if you lose an offensive lineman or a part of that, that buoy netting is broke, James can go to the deep end. Now we have a problem on our hands. Maybe not the greatest analogy, but whatever. It is always Derek or James though. But anyways, getting back to the offensive line, it's, 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 it's imperative in my opinion to bring back the the key cogs there. And Paradis certainly is one of them. And I get it. He's dealing coming off the injuries and everything like that. Paradis is not going to break the bank. Okay, Paradis is not going to break the bank as far as the contract goes. And I really don't think Jared Valdir will either. Now, it should be noted, though, that obviously offensive linemen, I mean, my goodness, there is a high demand for them, to say the least, particularly on tackles and in the event where you may be a a, a C-plus offensive lineman that's getting B-minus money or B-money because there is such a high demand. So it, I think that's where you look at when it comes to these unrestricted free agents. I think you say the same thing about potential linemen. Uh, Zach Kerr, Shelby Harris, Demata Pecco. None of these guys are breaking the bank, okay? Harris is going to be under three. Kerr's probably way under that as well. Demata Pecco's probably the one guy you're paying a little bit, and that's on a short-term veteran deal. It's it's not going to be this massive breaking bank. Now, I don't mean the veteran minimum. I mean just a veteran deal. So probably, I don't know, Three, four million dollars in guarantees. I mean, they're nothing huge, but it's so that you can focus your efforts on the big, big positions, the biggest holes on the team, and you're not spreading yourself thin trying to think elsewhere. Because the biggest holes to me are pretty darn clear here it's quarterback and it's cornerback, which is making it very difficult on some radio people. Because there are very similar words, quarterback and cornerback. And if they can just bring some of these off uh, these unrestricted free agents back to where they don't have to spread themselves thin, 
I think this could be a more effective offseason. If you don't bring back a Matt Paradis and a, and a Jared Valdir, who are not going to be back-breaking contracts, now you're in free agency, and instead of bringing in that third corner that could solidify that room, you have to leave that a question mark because you're taking a, a corner who's later in the draft because you got to bring in a center now. I, I don't want to do that. I want to say, okay, unrestricted free agent paths, let's punt our worst uh, rooms and say cornerback is a complete rebuild and move from there. It's kind of like in fantasy football. If you play fantasy football, I think a lot of times the tight end position in fantasy football, you punt on, right? You say, okay, I want the best quarterbacks. I want the best wide receivers. I want the best running backs. Tight end defense, I'm just going to make do for the rest of the year. And I'm going to switch them based on lineups and matchups. Kind of same thing there. Is I want to punt on those matchups and say, ah, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it later. Because I have this depth and this this opportunity to bring in these young guys in the draft and in free agency. Who, you know, let's be honest. Again, you're going to get a lesser amount of talent. You know, a lot of the talent in free agency is going to be far lower than Bradley Roby's. I don't want to discredit Bradley Roby by any means. But I think when you talk about angles and how you attack it, that's where you should go. You know, I don't want to be worrying about the tight end position in free agency in the draft. Because you have Jeff Hireman and Jake Butt. Bring them back. Obviously, Jake Butt's coming back. Jeff Hireman, unrestricted free agent. This guy's not going to break the bank. Drop a million or two. Say we're good. And worry about the big deal. I always have this saying, and I say, take care of all the little things, and the big thing will take care of itself. So that's where I'm looking at if I'm the Broncos this offseason. So again, thank you to our friends at BespokeEdge.com, and also want to say thanks to our friends at Tef 14. That's 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tapping. 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. If you ever listen to my program, you know that I love the candied bacon. I strongly encourage you to go check that out over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. And, of course, on the web, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. For more info on the Broncos, all the coverage at milehighsports.com. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K. Radio on Twitter. Highly encourage you to do that. Hope you join me. Hope you message me on Twitter with any of your Broncos questions as we go through the offseason on the Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.